This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports one in every four individuals living with HIV in the U.S. are women. Women of color continue to disproportionately be affected by HIV when compared to women of other races and ethnicities. And to put this into some context, the latest year for which we have statistics is 2015. At the end of 2015, Georgia ranked fifth highest in the nation for the total number of adults and adolescents living with HIV infection. And among the 18 public health districts in Georgia, Fulton and DeKalb had the highest numbers and the highest rates of persons living with HIV. This increased risk for women, especially for women of color, makes the case for increased awareness. Our guests are in the business of raising awareness among women of color about their risk of contracting HIV. We are joined today by Grammy-nominated R&B artist Raheem Devon, Guapole, the R&B sensation and a national AIDS Healthcare Foundation Rise Above Ambassador, and lastly by Samantha Granberry, who is a vice president with the AIDS Healthcare Foundation Worldwide. These three got together for what's called the Rise Above campaign. They were just here in Atlanta for an intimate evening of music and conversation, all wrapped around the idea of raising awareness about HIV. Guapale, how did you get drawn into this campaign? Um, I first found out about um, HF in L.A. at an event um, that Robbie Reed was hosting, and Samantha Granberry was being honored um, for doing all this incredible work around AIDS, and I happened to be performing at that event, and I was just really moved by some of the statistics, you know, that she was talking about, saying that, you know, although African Americans are only... 13 percent of the U.S. that um, 50 new cases are African-American and that women, you know, are being affected much more than I thought and I was hearing about. And I just remember after that event, I was like, if you do something in Oakland, you know, which is where I was raised, I want to be involved because obviously there's a disconnect with the messaging because, it's not HIV and AIDS just isn't something that's talked about a lot. I feel like, especially with young women, you know, and um, we have to do something about it, you know, so I was excited to get on board and just start going to different cities and start opening up the conversation and get rid of the stigma and see how we can change it. And Raheem Devon, what made you want to be involved in the Rise Above campaign? Um, you know, as a, as a leader of my foundation, the Love Life Foundation, you know, I felt like it was a great partnership. You know, we could do some more community work, you know, touch our people, um, you know, re- re- reach the demographic that we're trying to reach. I think that my music is definitely, uh, is, uh, you know, is that demographic as well. And, uh, is this great synergy. It's a, it's 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 definitely a message that needs to get out there. The statistics need to get out there, you know. And uh, you know we've been able to do that. It's been a it's been a it's been a great journey thus far. And then you decided to take the show on the road to what five cities? Oakland, Cleveland, Chicago, and then Atlanta. 
And how do the audiences respond to the two of you and the message? Well, every city, I think every city is, you know, obviously totally different from the, from the next. You know, I think one thing that was very unique about it is that each city has its own individual uh, organizations and foundations that have been, you know, working on the ground, you know, finding their own creative ways to, you know, create the outreach, create the awareness, um, as well as, you know, um, different avenues from for free medications and, you know, which is which is very important because a lot of people in this country still don't have health care, can't afford it, mm-hmm. you know, or, or basically are going broke trying to, you know, maintain the health care, you know. Samantha, I'm told you are the brains behind the Rise Above HIV awareness campaign. Take us back to how we got to where we are today with these two dynamic artists embracing the challenge and giving voice to this very important message. Absolutely. Well, the founder of our organization and our current president, um, Mr. Michael Weinstein, we had created a campaign in 2014 called AIDS is a Civil Rights Issue because people of color, but specifically African-Americans, are disproportionately affected by new rates of HIV and AIDS, specifically because of poverty, lack of access to health care and stigma. So we began that campaign. But as we were going across the country, I started seeing that there was really a lack of not only awareness, but conversation real, raw conversation around the topic. And um, together with one of our AHF affiliates, uh, World Women Organized to Respond to Life-Threatening Diseases, and their ED, Cynthia Carey Grant, based out of Oakland, we sat together and we said, you know what, we need to get people together to really spread education, perhaps through entertainment. So we partnered with the actual estate of the late Dr. Maya Angelou, and we shared with them our concept to create a campaign that specifically targets African-American women around the country, and specifically the South. They were on board, and all we needed next were two or three artists willing to utilize their platform who are already activists in their own rights, and here we are. I love how you guapoli said, if there's something you can do, just sign me up. You know, I mean, I feel like one of the, you know, we're we're all working towards positive change, but I feel like there's just times where you see like this is something really important and there's someone that has a light that feels like if I get involved, I can actually affect change because I think a lot of times it feels just so daunting, you know what I mean? But at least if we can just start gathering and coming together and having the conversation among our family and friends and our girlfriends and in our relationships, that'll spread out to, you know, hopefully actually changing statistics. So, Raheem Devon, when you were dreaming about your future, did you ever see the day when you would have this kind of platform to reach people? I won't say I won't say that uh, I actually knew that, but I'll say that at the end of the day, my legacy will be like my contribution to the world through my foundation. It won't be through my music. You know what I mean? My music is just a platform to be able to do do what I want to do, is which is, you know, help people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'll never stop making albums. I'll never stop, you know, performing. And that's, you know, that's 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 on cruise control. But my 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 personal agenda, you know, day day in, day out, above and beyond just music is figuring out, like, you know, how, how can I help people, you know what I mean, that are either in a position that need help and want the help and want to help themselves or, you know, whether that's, whether that's, you know, um, being competitive against HIV and AIDS or 
advocating for women, you know, that are going through domestic violence situations, women, children, and men, to be exact, but, you know, advocating for them or arts and education, you know, or wellness and health in terms of, like, making sure that, you know, um, our children in the inner cities are, have the proper nourishment, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in schools and out of schools in some in some case, you know, after school. In some cases, you know, some of the some of the some of the kids that attend schools in this country and in the city, the, the only meal that they eat is at school. So, you know, whether it's adopting a school or, you know, you, us donating our celebrity for a cause like this with the AHF, like, you know, it's a, it's, it's, that's really what my my passion has kind of shifted. You know what I mean? That started out, you know, as a, as a, as an R&B singer, you know, in, in your typical after parties in the hotel lobby. But <laughs> I ended up, you know what I mean? Like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, being in, being in the business so long now, I realized that, um, you know, people tend to uh, can, t- will tend to like cater to us as artists, not always be ar- honest with us as artists, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, again, it's a, you know, your legacy is not necessarily about what your gift is, but it's like, what did you give to the world? Like, what did you do? You know, what's, what's yeah, what's your contribution? What's your thank you? to the people, to the millions of people who buy your records or support your music or whatever, you know what I mean? And you don't have to be, and to be clear, you don't have to be a Raheem Devon or a Guapale to care about people, you know what I mean? So it's, so, you know, so that's how you spark, you know, that's how you spark a revolution. That's how you create change. That's how you spark awareness, you know, by kind of, I guess, leading by example. And what are you both hoping that audiences took away from each of these Rise Above events? Um, I don't know. I think to just get rid of the stigmas is part of it and just look at this, you know, HIV and AIDS issue as a self-love and self-care issue and just how do we give ourselves our best lives, you know what I mean? And how can we take our health into our own hands and how can we start getting tested just like we would, you know, do other things and how how can we give back to ourselves. And I think also hopefully to have the empowerment and confidence to have difficult conversations, you know, and let people know protecting yourself isn't about love and trust. You know, it's just about just taking care of yourself. Samantha, how did we get to the place where one in every four people living with HIV is female and that the people today most at risk are women of color. A variety of reasons. Um, historical patriarchy, sexism, racism, misogyny, uh, you name it, violence against women. Um, but where we are at today is exactly what Guapale said about empowering women to take control of their own health, regardless of their situations or their socioeconomic status, meaning wherever you are at in this country, whether it is in some of our poorest states in the South or some of our wealthiest areas in the West, that as a woman, you have the opportunity to use your voice and know that you matter enough to use condoms. You matter enough to not be afraid to get tested, to know your status so that you can live long and you can live healthy and to take that power back, which has historically been taken away from us. So to get to the answer of your question, how did we get to this point, has absolutely been systematic. And it is events that we have created and cultivated like Rise Above to give the power back to women so that we can live our best, healthiest lives. 
So what is it that we can do to help erase that stigma that still exists when it comes to having conversations about HIV and AIDS? What we're doing to talk about it with your girlfriends, to talk about it with your daughters, to talk about it with your friends, and not in a way that is shaming. Um, a lot of times we also seek to change around languaging, to change around social conditioning that we're raised with um, of how we are supposed to live our lives as sexual beings. And so with Rise Above, our goal is really to have women leave that event knowing that regardless of their sexual orientation, regardless of their sexual history or their sexual future, that it can be one that is healthy. If there can only be one message people listening right now can remember about you all and this work, what would it be? Samantha, let me start with you. I'd want them to take away that the help is here, that AHF is in 15 states across the country, and we partner with organizations such as World, Southside Health Center of Chicago, Greater AIDS Task Force of Cleveland, Aid Atlanta. We are where you are, wherever you are listening to this. And if we are not there, we can get you to where there is free help, free access to testing and treatment. You can go to www.freestdcheck.org and just know that we are here, free, no judgment, no stigma, no shame. Ever, you matter. Ooh, that was so good. I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna take the, you know, self love and no judgment, and just live your life like you're gonna live a long life, you know, and be present in the moment, in each moment. And now you two are artists. People listen to your music. They respect what you do. They admire and are inspired by you. What do you want them to know that you said today? One thing. It's a number of things within the one thing, you know what I mean? Like, um, we make up for less than 15% of the population in the U.S. You know, to date, they say 13 to be exact. And um, we're closer to like 50% of the new cases are, are us, black and, black and brown individuals. You know what I mean? So... That that uh, speaks volumes, you know, to the importance of, you know, why we came to Atlanta, you know, why we're moving around the country, why things are happening, why these conversations are happening globally. You know, um, I think it's important that we understand um, that as artists, we have a responsibility. Uh, you know, as corporations, we have a responsibility. We have to hold, hold ourselves accountable for you know, the music we play, you know, the things that we exploit. Uh, because ultimately at the end of the day, the, it all, it, it, it all is, it, there's all, there's a relation, you know what I'm saying? Um, to it all, I think that um, we have to remember, not only do we make up for 13% of the population, right? But we also make up for like 80 to 90% of the consumption like not only in this country, but pretty much on the planet, you know what I mean? Which means as black folks, we have to understand the power that we have, that if we literally cut off the TV for like a week or a month or say we were going to only support black-owned businesses or say that we were going to just kind of just really just not spend, you know what I mean, and save, we could really shut the economy down, you know what I mean? And I say that to say this because I say that and I want to point that out because, um, you know, there's 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 a uh, 
although although you know it has we have all these different theories about where HIV and AIDS came from. You know what I mean? It's something that is affecting us the most. You know what I mean? And so, so I feel like I'm, I'm gonna say what I feel. I feel like that's that that's by grand design. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And it is so nice to be with people who are about something and are doing something to affect positive change in the community. Many thanks to all of you for being here. Thank you Thank for you. having us. Exactly. To learn more about the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, the largest global AIDS organization providing medical care and or services to more than 700,000 individuals in 38 countries, visit them online at AIDSHealth.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash AIDSHealth. And to learn more about the Rise Above HIV campaign, please visit riseabovehiv.org. Okay, we are on the line with Bevy Smith, who has a new program on television today. Tell me, tell me about the show, how you got involved, and what you guys are doing. <laughs> Hello, my uh, show is called Page Six TV, and it's a part of an iconic column out of the New York Post called Page Six. And Page Six is the most reliable gossip and pop culture. Um, newspaper, um, and site, and now television show. So who gets to break the big stories first, page six in print or page six TV? Well, we do it simultaneously most times. We work hand-in-hand. We have Carlos Greer, who is actually a page six reporter. Um, He's on the show. And we also have Elizabeth Wagmeister, who is a reporter at Variety. So we actually have people that are really reporters who are out there in the field um, have amazing re- um, resources and relationships and connections. As well as you, and it seems today, Bevy, there is no shortage of news for you guys to report, is there? Oh, my gosh, there is so much news for us to report. I mean, it's so crazy because, you know, when we fought, first started the show, we thought, okay, it'll be great, lots of fun pop culture things that we can talk about. But here of late, we've been inundated with the sexual harassment allegations that seem to come out every single day in every single sector of entertainment. I think a lot of folks might have known some of this stuff was going on, but I don't know that anybody expected that it would go to the extent that it has. Has it surprised you? Um, It really has surprised me, um, but I also realized that once the Harvey Weinstein accusers started coming out in mass, I knew it was a watershed moment, and I knew that um, everyone in entertainment was going to be on high alert because sexual harassment runs rampant throughout the entertainment business. So from Page Six TV, where you are now, before I know you did Fashion Queens, difference between the two programs and and just how much fun are you having? Oh, well, you know, Fashion Queens is an amazing show, but we really focused on pop culture, seeing through a prism of fashion. So there's the big difference there, right? With, um, With Page Six TV, we get to look at, Fashion, yes, but we also get to look at real estate. We use, we get to look at business moguls, and then we look at the whole entertainment industry from film to TV to music, you know. So it's a really very broad and diverse show and, um, as far as the content goes. And I'm having the best time doing it. We have so much fun on set. And you know what? We sometimes break really big stories, and 
And other times we give really good, salient points um, because we're actually in the room where things are happening. So a lot of times when you're looking at pop culture shows, you know, the people that are actually commenting on the shows are people that don't actually attend any of the events as a guest. Um, like I said before, Elizabeth Wagmeister is a variety magazine, so she has a lot of access. Carlos Greer's with um, page six. And me, myself, I've worked in the entertainment business and in fashion for so many years that I'm on a lot of different guest lists. And so we're actually able to go forward and report on things that we saw firsthand versus only relying on sources. I'll go ahead and own that. You know you're one of the most well-connected women in New York City. I have, I have a lot of different relationships in a lot of different circles, that's for sure. And how wonderful is it that you are working in a big deal in your hometown? I know. I mean, you know, I got to tell you, Candace, um, you know, we actually had um, lots of outdoor advertising, like, you know, on the sides of buses and things like that. And it was kind of a Carrie Bradshaw moment, you know, from Sex in the City where, you know, she's walking down the street and she sees herself on the side of a bus. Um, but this time I didn't get splashed with a puddle. But, yeah, it is kind of, it's really very um, surreal to be in your hometown and, and to see yourself on the side of a bus or to see yourself, um, you know, lots of my friends and fans have been taking pictures of um, of my photo in the, in the subway, which is also very awesome. And you've, of course, had a, had a moment to either have somebody capture you with your image or you capture a selfie yourself, right? Because you New Yorkers, yes, it, I mean, New Yorkers are just the most real people in the United States, no matter how famous y'all are. <laughs> well, I'm not famous. I only hang out with the famous, but I'm not famous myself. But, yeah, I really, I really do feel a great sense of pride being a part of such a venerated, um, you know, column and such, um, you know, Alexander Hamilton actually um, founded the New York Post. So this is one of the oldest newspapers in the country, and page six comes out of that, and now I'm on page six TV, so it's definitely a hashtag mama I made it moment. And as you know, for those of us in the media, we have great responsibility uh, to serve the communities in which we live. Tell us about some of your charitable works. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, just a couple of um, days ago, I hosted the Hetrick Martin Institute Gala, and Hetrick Martin is a really amazing organization that works with the LGBTQ youth and giving them, um, you know, a safe space in which to learn, giving them um, health care, um, uh, you know, and different mental health services. So uh, me and, uh, you know, the iconic New Yorker Sandra Bernhardt hosted that. I'm also a part of a really great charity called Cool Culture, where we give um, low-income families access to almost every major art institution in New York City. Um, coming up, I'm going to be hosting Fashion for Action, which is a great event that Housing Works um, puts on every year. And Housing Works is a, an amazing organization that gives um, housing and health care and mental health services to people living with AIDS and HIV. That's wonderful. Now, Page Six TV launched big, syndicated in a number of markets, including Atlanta, right? Yes. Yes, we're in 98% of the, um, the country. So you can see us basically wherever you are. I wonder if we're in Alaska. Maybe that's the 2% where we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and we want our audience to know that if you're in New York and you're looking for a show and you want to get tickets, we can just go to the Page 6 TV page and we can sign up to come and be in your audience. Sounds like great fun. Oh, yeah. And we have so much fun with the audience. I mean, it's really super interactive. 
we give out gifts if you get up and dance or if you want to do a little spoken word or, you know, so there's lots of interaction with the audience and we have a great time. And it's a quick show too. It's like, we don't belabor the point. Like we get in and we get out, baby. So you can come and see the show and then you still have enough time to go and run around the streets of New York and get into all kinds of trouble. All right, baby. I'm going to reach out next time in the city. I want to come in and check you guys out too. Can you make that happen? I I would love for you to come and check it out and then we'll have lunch afterwards. I love it. Hey, Page Six TV, Bevy Smith, thank you so much. Have a great show today, okay? Thank you, my love. All right, now. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.